Motown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. That is how you kick off the PM portion of your day with a little DJ Quick. Kids, go look him up. Is he still doing his thing? It's the last time he released something. No idea. DJ Quick, one of the more underrated artists of all time. Well, welcome back in, by the way. Sacramento. You know, Drake released something today. Yes, I heard that yeah, I got whole some, album. I get trolled because I I used to love Drake or sort of still hey, love Drake, but like I don't really keep up with music. You. I didn't know that he was releasing an album today. Yes, sir. But you're it's getting that uh, breaking news right here with Chris Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> I am Zachariah. This is Sacktown Sports 1140. You can join the program whenever you well please. You can be read or heard. 916-339-1140. You could check out our poll that we put up, which is Man. Which are you watching live on Sunday? Niners slash Cowboys or Kings first preseason mm-hmm. game? Mm-hmm. Now, I thought this was going to be 85 Niners, which we'll get to in a second, and 15 Kings. But as you told me, Wrong. don't sleep on – Is it? Uh, help me out with what the fan base is called because I don't uh-huh. want to call it Kings Nation if it's not Kings Nation. Um no, not really. There's is there not, no phrase for it? I don't think I don't so. Don't think so. Okay, I haven't really okay, thought okay, about well that before. Okay, well then stop but... everything. That's <laughs> okay. all we should do for the remaining two hours of the show. We gotta Kings have a crew. name. Kings, Kings crew. crew with a That's K. Like the dance. That's I like, like the that. dance team, isn't it? Oh yeah, that is. The, uh, uh, I feel like this is our goal until crew. Whitey and Draper jump on the air. Well, they will have Whitey will have Whitey a great will have answer. Something so fast. No, but that's why yeah. we got to beat him to it. Oh yeah, we've got two hours to get to this, got Nate. Something honestly, Nate, you just uh, said your superpower would be you just staying at your house and making movies. You're the creative yeah. guy. We need you <laughs> yeah. to come up with. A I didn't term. say they'd be good. I like but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like King's Crew with a K. King's Collective. The court. Um, King's uh, something with purple. Yeah, purple brain, but like spelled R E I G N instead of R A I N. Well, that's Deer and Fox's son's mm. name. Oof. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it is. Spelled Literally? that way. Yeah, spelled rain. that way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Isn't it spelled that way? Yeah. R E like yeah. R E I G N. Yeah, yeah. Reigning, defending. That's what I'm saying. Champion. Purple rain. I think I'm gonna roll with that. Purple rain. Princes. Especially if Fox's kid is named Princes. No. Uh, we'll workshop it. Okay. And we'll workshop Yeah, we have time. I just didn't know that they didn't already have a name no, for it. No, not really. I mean, okay. yeah. Well, as you said, do not sleep on the Purple Rain. I'm just I'm going to roll with mine until we okay. come up with a better one. Don't sleep on P- Purple Rain, as it is 53% to 47%. 47% of the people that are listening will be tuning in to the King's first preseason game yeah that really resonates i'm telling you man nfl is king yep. pretty much everywhere well, put that aside this is cowboys 49 yeah, it's this a huge game really doesn't get bigger in terms of rivalries here. for sure sunday night football yes a chance for you know shining by itself yeah and even so yes king's fans king's nation whatever kingdom god bless i didn't see that coming yeah okay so what i teased was after four weeks there's only two undefeated teams remaining in the league the philadelphia eagles and the san francisco 49ers now we've talked about and i kind of push back on you just a little bit i don't do it often Mm -hmm. but when i do it it's because i mean it and i don't think that there's any sort of beef or rivalry or anything to me that game was a complete outlier because you didn't have your quarterback Mm -hmm. and they didn't have 
any quarterback. I think as we looked up, I, I think Kyle looked up that they only threw one pass that went like right. past the line of scrimmage in the second half or something crazy. We had Debo asking CMC, you play quarterback at some point, right? Can't you play quarterback? Anyways, I see that as an outlier and not like a rivalry at all. Yeah, uh, It's not like they've had a bunch of meetings sure. together. Yeah. Uh, but they're the only other undefeated team. Yes, I'm sir. just, I walk out of four games despite the Eagles being undefeated, mm-hmm. unimpressed. Yeah, I mean, they've. I think I saw that they've won three of their four games by six or less points, so it, it hasn't been the dominating fashion that it's been like with the Niners. I mean, the Niners have pretty much dominated competition since the season started, and mm-hmm. the Eagles have won a little bit ugly as well. I mean, they, they've had two really big rushing games, and, and Jalen Hurts has had a couple, uh, you know, decent games but looked a little shaky, and I think that's – really what it's stemming from. It just hasn't looked as aesthetically pleasing as what it has with the Niners and, Mm -hmm. frankly, also with the Cowboys as well. Like, the Cowboys, when they have won, it's looked a lot more impressive than what it's looked like when the Eagles have so far this year. Yeah, and I I, I don't know. I just – if you're telling me full strength, whether it's in Philly or at Levi's, those two teams playing Mm -hmm. – look, I don't know where I got this. Yep. There's no reason for me to be so confident about the Niners, but I have them just head and shoulders. Like the only teams that would scare me Mm -hmm. are not in the NFC. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think the Seahawks will end up being pesky. I've thrown that at you. You've kind of thrown that back at me. I think it's okay. I I think think the Seahawks could be pesky. The Lions could be pesky. Mm -hmm. The Eagles could be pesky. Hell, even the Cowboys, who they play on Sunday, could be pesky. None of them scare me. There's a difference between being pesky and being scary. Sure. The teams that scare me are Josh Allen and the Bills. Yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, no matter what he has around him. Those are the teams where I'm like, okay. I would be terrified if I'm a Niners fan. Anything in the NFC doesn't scare me. Uh, I just want – so Eagles you're saying me, all those teams are, are pesky, right? Are you saying they're kind of on the same level? Like the Lions and Eagles are on the same kind of level for the Niners or or that the Eagles are more of a threat to the Niners than the Lions are? Here's more what I'm saying. Niners are like 1A, B, and C, and D, and E. And then I would have like the Eagles at like 2 and I would have the Lions and the Sea. I I, would, I have the Seahawks higher than the Lions, but like and really Dallas? only those. But like, yeah, and then Dallas too. Yeah, but like all of those are just such a notch below the Niners, mm-hmm. in my I, opinion. I kind of disagree. I think the Eagles are a really, really good team. I think they've been off to a slow start, but it's also styles to make fights. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles are just a lot more physical, especially offensively, yeah. than most they teams are. They lost a lot, though, Chris. They have, but I mean, their offensive And they lost is- Grave Digger to <laughs> the Niners. Yeah, but they have some pretty good D tackles from Georgia know, as well. Jalen Carter. Their and, draft and, uh, is phenomenal. Why do I, Jordan yeah. Davis yeah. are just, they're, they're ridiculous. And, mm-hmm. you know, they also, I believe, still have Fletcher Cox and... Um, you know, there's still a really, really good defense at that. So I, I still, if, if I'm the Niners, you know I, mean? I would still be afraid of the Eagles. I think the Eagles, again, styles make fights and that's just a physical matchup in the time the Niners are going to play them week 13 or again, probably in the playoffs as well. Late in the season when you're going against a team that, that is just stronger and, and more physically dominant than you, it's really, really hard to try and overcome that. And I just... I think the Eagles also have the benefit of doing it before, you know, they kind of they kind of, you know, walk into that game with a sense of confidence and it's almost the reverse of what we've been talking about with the Niners and the Cowboys. Like the the Niners are kind of on their back foot when they go especially when they're going into uh into Philadelphia. Let me flip it on you like this. 
in all of the power rankings, right? Mm-hmm. You can do ESPN, you can do Bleacher Report, you could do wherever you want to go for power rankings. The Niners are, if not number one, very close to number one. Sure. So if we're if let's just say that they're number one, and then we're talking about the other teams, where do you go in terms of where you'd be fearful? of the only other undefeated team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, do you have them too? Are you more afraid of the Eagles? Uh, again, putting yeah. you in 49ers fans' shoes, are sure. you more afraid of the Eagles than you are the Chiefs or the Bills? Or, I mean, the Bengals have completely fallen off. Yeah, but... I think you're afraid probably of – Sorry. You're, you're probably I afraid of have to be distracted the, uh... as our fine producer is just spraying Lysol everywhere. <laughs> Anyways, go uh, ahead. You have to be afraid of the Eagles, I think, if you're the Niners, just because you have to respect what they're what they're able to do, and yeah. especially their offense. I, I think not enough people talk about how good, like, stack for stack, I would, I think the Eagles in the, like, at quarterback, Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy, I think I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. The receivers, we talk about how great the 49ers receivers are. I would argue that Devontae Smith yeah, and A.J. Yeah. Brown are yep. a better combo. Even yep. tight end, I know George Kittle's great. I know he's been great. But if we're looking right here, right now, Mm -hmm. and the production that's been given – I think Goddard and Kittle really aren't that different, and so and Swift busts out a buck fifty. I mean, every yes, day. obviously yeah. Christian McCaffrey's yeah. a, a tier above. No, but DeAndre I mean Swift's Swift, been doing his thing. He's been he's yeah. been incredible these past two weeks. I think that not enough respect is given to that Eagles offense and how how many weapons they have going for them as well. Like I, I think that they're definitely a team that needs to be feared. Um, and Buffalo, I think Buffalo with what they've shown since week one, they have the biggest point differential in the NFL. They've been dominating people, again, since week one. I would be afraid of them. They're playing on both sides of the ball. I know mm-hmm. they just lost Tredavious White, much like the Cowboys lost Trayvon Diggs, but I, I still think that that defense is more than capable of causing problems. Uh, and I'm not really afraid of the Chiefs. I don't think the Niners should be afraid of the Chiefs. I think uh, the the Chiefs, obviously, having Patrick Mahomes is, is going to be a tough matchup, but they don't really have the receivers to make the Niners pay for their their – okay secondary and mm-hmm. so I wouldn't really be afraid of the Chiefs and and those two te- those are really the only two teams that I would be really afraid about Miami has the potential of course to to give no Buffalo you know, 40 points I, I the Bills and the Bills and the Eagles would oh be I'm two. sorry yeah. I'm sorry oh so you're th- okay you're only saying Bills and Eagles yeah. you're not saying Chiefs no I would not okay. say the Chiefs. all right no. fair enough yeah I mean I just this is where again I I think it's the reason why I have such a line of demarcation of where the Niners are versus everybody else is that everything that you said about the Eagles offense, totally co-sign with. Yeah. Understand everything that you're saying. Here's the kicker. The Niners have all that plus a way better defense, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean. So it's like, to me, anywhere you can like point to other people's strong points, the sure. Niners have that on both sides. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a good fight, but I still think that that's – I mean, when you're talking about teams at their level, teams that they should be afraid of, to me, that's yeah. that's the that's right where I go because they have possibly even a, a more talented offense. But yeah, the defense isn't to the Niners quality, but uh it's it's still no slouch. Coming up next, Mike Brown, head coach of your Sacramento Kings, the star of the run on YouTube. Go check that out. The Kings have put it out. The star is my co-host right here, Chris Watkins. He was all up in there asking the hard questions, you know what I mean? Boots on the ground. But Mike Brown, interview on Media Day with Dave and Jason. We will do that next before bottom of the hour. Steven Ruiz, this guy? He Can we effort this guy? (laughs) Nate, that's your weekend homework assignment. Get him on for an interview. Anyways, he doubled down. If the Niners beat the Cowboys, there's no way he's coming anywhere near Northern California. Maybe he'll lean into it.
According he already to you did. And he already did. I'm telling you, this audio is wild. All right, we'll do that know. at the bottom it's of the fun. hour. But coming up next, we'll hear from your head coach, Mike Brown. Coming up next, Zachariah, Chris Watkins, right here, Sacktown Sports, 1140. Live and local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports. Now, after a uh, long off season of, I don't know, we're going to find out what the long off season was all about. I knew you were in Europe at one point, Coach Mike Brown. I was in Europe. Uh, I actually was in Europe on a couple of occasions. Uh, once to see uh, our young, well, I guess he's not uh, 28. Yeah, he's young. Uh, yeah, he's young yeah. compared yeah. to us. Yeah, compared to, uh, exactly. Sasha Vizinkov in, in Greece. And then uh, I went over there for basketball without borders and uh, on vacation. On va- now, because we, we asked on the show, when we yeah. saw the clip of you, I think I think you were there. I think I saw Matina somewhere there, a couple other people from the Kings. Yep. And we were thinking, okay. Like you're, hopefully you're getting your room and your board taken care of to Greece and all that. But were you able to fit in any fun, or was it just Sasha-ing the whole time? No, it was Sasha. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it right. was Sasha. I had to, I had to get back. Um, you know, say I had a buddy that, that passed, so I had to get back. Sorry. Yep. No, no problem. I had to get back for a funeral, sure. so literally went over there for, I think it was two days. Oh my you know, goodness. Two nights. Maybe at the best, so we landed, went to the game and dinner, and then flew back the next day. Wow. So, quick trip. But it was still a lot of fun. Yeah, fun. sounds like yeah. I'm thinking when you're there. Especially uh, when I, you signed the player. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. That's, that's what I was thinking when you're talking to Sasha. I, I mean, are you recruiting him? Are you trying to sell him on what you're building here? I mean, he obviously knows, but, like, what's how's that go when you're there visiting him? Yeah, you know, yes. And, and the reason being, he, he is a little older, mm-hmm. and so he's been around the block, and – he was in a really good situation for him and his family at Olympiacos. There was a comfort level and so on and so forth. And and at his age, he wanted to make sure that this move made sense, not just for him and his family off the floor, but more importantly on the floor. Uh, because if it didn't, then in his mind, there was no reason to go. And so he had questions that he wanted to ask, style of play, how I envisioned using him. And not that, hey, you're going to start. Hey, you're going to play this way. But how I envisioned using them. And if he was going to get a true opportunity sure. to, to play. And uh, so that is part of the recruiting pitch is to let him know, hey, this is what I uh, look at you as doing for us. And this is where your opportunity is going to come if you do this. Right. You know? Well, and I want to put a pin in that because it was about a year ago, a few feet over there where the scream heard around the <laughs> building was. Yes. And I always felt like that was kind of a, a fun little line of demarcation. 16 years, no playoffs. You come in brand new along with the staff. And, you know, I think it was Rashawn that screamed. You screamed back. Yeah. We all had a lot of fun with it. But it was almost like, in a Disney term, like this, this was uh, you were yelling the new culture into existence. So when you're dealing with somebody like Sasha – to be in a position last summer where you say, well, you're an international superstar and you're fine where you are, but if you want to come into our culture, you have to earn it. Whereas in the past, it would have been like, oh, my God, please, sir, please come over. We'll do whatever you want. That's the culture you and your players established, right? Uh, no, 100%. Yeah. And, and you know what? Really, it starts with Fox and Domas. They allowed me to coach them last year. And I was probably harder on both those two guys than anybody else. And when your superstars allow you to coach them, first of all, you thank them every day, especially at the end of the season. But everybody else has to fall in line because they see me chewing out Fox. They see me chewing out Domus, whether it's during a game, after a game, in practice. They can't say much if I say something to one of them. I think I'm going back to that, too, because I remember the postseason ended, not the way you guys wanted, but just an amazing series. 
and you talked more about De'Aaron, and you kept saying he can be elite, elite, yeah. and he had a special season, but you think there's even more. I He probably appreciates that. I think he even said, like, yeah, sometimes coach thinks I'm better than I even am. But you that you get what what do you think elite elite means for him i i thought at the beginning of last year when we first got here and we started working with him he was trying to figure out which path to go down you know and he's a good player but he didn't really know where he was going to start laying his foundation of trying to become great dabbled here dabbled here dabbled here and so i think he found the path now that he's going down he's i don't know how far down the path but he's definitely not a finished product sure the room that he has or a stilling that he has not just as a basketball player but even as a leader you know in a lot of areas on the floor and off the floor he's got tr- a tremendous amount of room to grow which is very exciting and it's very scary for, in my opinion for the rest of the basketball world that's not a king and to continue to watch him grow and help him grow and see him grow on his own is a special thing we just listening to him this also, he took Keegan Murray under his wing. Foxy was in this gym almost every day, mm-hmm. bringing the young guys along. And to watch him work with Keegan, to see him out with Keegan at dinners, to hear him talk to the group after we got done working out, uh, and, and, and even on the road when those guys were working out with other players, other teams, and to hear Foxy take control of the situation at the end and thank everybody for being here and all that other stuff it turned me into a follower and like i said he get he gets that part down he continues growing defensively especially with his on ball presence every single play he gets better offensively especially with his three point shooting and the sky is the limit for this young man i'm excited coach uh, i love the way you described fox you know taking murray under his wing over the summer are are we entirely sure that wasn't free babysitting, though? <laughs> that's kind of what it looked like. And Fox is a, he's smart. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Hey, he's a smart guy. You hit it right there. I he's, think he's a smart guy. He might have hoodwinked the rookie. The, yeah. He did. Now, yeah. he did have to babysit every once yeah. in a while. And it was fun. I wish everybody could have been here. The first time they told Keegan, not asked, the first time they told Keegan to hold baby rain. Mm-hmm. I, he looked like he was holding like a a, a 2,000-year-old piece of crystal right. that was worth a gazillion bill, mm. billion dollars, yep. and he was scared to death mm-hmm. to hold it. <laughs> We've all been there with our first. We so that we've yeah, all where you, you think it's gonna grab and by three years old you hey catch fly catch mom yeah, yeah, yeah. uh we've been asking other players and of course there's nobody we want to ask more than you speaking to keegan uh what an amazing rookie gear record-breaking rookie gear what are you looking for next from him first of all his aggressiveness his aggressiveness has to go up a few notches not one notch but a few notches we want him to know that he is one of the guys out on the floor. Don't defer to anybody. You deferred last year. Don't defer to anybody. If you do, you're probably coming out the game. At bet, at worst, you're going to hear from me. We feel that you're that good. And then on top of that, the basketball stuff. Okay, hey, work on your ball handling because you don't need to take one dribble after a rebound, pick it up, and look for Foxy to pass the ball to. Right. You need to lead the break yourself. You need to be able to feel how to play pick and roll in order to – 
gain an advantage for starting for yourself. And then if somebody takes that away, find an open guy. You need to be able to go get a bucket when the shot clock is going down instead of getting off the ball. There, there are some things that we told him he needed to work on that he did. And you saw a little bit of it early on in, in, in the summer, in the summer league. Yes. He was aggressive. Yes. He didn't just score on a catch and shoot. Uh, play. Completely different. He, he took it off the dribble. Yeah. He led the break in transition. He went and got a shot. And then on the flip side, defensively, we think he can be a high-level defender. His most trying time is when he's guarding the guy that plays a lot of ball screens. So sure. he's got to be able to get up into the ball and navigate ball screens while staying in front of the ball as best he can. And if he could do that while continuing to get better on the ball and chasing, which he was pretty good at for a rookie, now we're going to start seeing the Keegan Murray that we expect to see from him going forward. I know you're always looking for ways to motivate anybody and him. I know when Dave and I talked to him last year, you guys had just clinched, and we said, you know, Coach does a pretty good impression of you. I don't think he liked that. So if you want to bring out, hey, Coach, I got some wiggle or whatever, you, that might motivate him. Hey, your Keegan impression. He needs to have some wiggle. <laughs> so good. Oh my you, have, you have brought not just, and we talked about this at the soccer match, you know, the – the culture you've helped bring. I know, I know you defer and rightfully so, but the culture that has come in with you, um, the players and the way they have responded and, and coach following your career, you know, you've coached on, you've coached some teams that had some egos that had some, you know, big ego players and some very good teams that, you know, is, is, is this, I don't want to put you on the spot. Is this the least egotistical team you coached seems like there's not a lot of ego here uh, there's not and, yeah. and that's what you love about this group this group you know what everybody out there is good in order to get the great you know to go from way down here to up here and be good yeah in my opinion it's relatively easy to go from good to great which is a lot less distance that needs to be traveled it's hard and not many teams can do it and you need a lot to, with from your group in order to do that and one of the things that i think you need you need to have connectivity not just during games not just during the season but in the off season and in our group because they're pretty selfless individuals they connect fairly easy because they believe in one another. They trust one another really easy because they all know that they're good guys sure. and they're looking out for each other and not just for themselves. And so to have a group that's as selfless as they are so that they can connect quicker and that connection be true is fantastic. This is probably, if it's not the best group in that area, it's definitely top two. That's the coach of the year. Yep. Unanimous. Yes. Ooh. Unanimous. Defending. Ooh. defending the title. I mean, yeah, the, the defending <laughs> coach of the year. Look, we uh, we love and appreciate everything you brought. Uh, yes. Keep it up. Uh, and I'm sure you'd be the first to say, uh, all right, we got here. Now we're going to go there. Type yes. Thing. You know, thanks, 100%. Coach. Appreciate you. I appreciate y'all. That's Coach Mike Brown. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Welcome back, Sacramento. Hope you enjoyed that interview with the head coach of your Sacramento Kings, Mike Brown. Fantastic job by the uh, morning guys. Yes, sir. Drive guys. What are we? Midday guys? Uh, Yeah, I think we're just midday guys. Okay. He's Chris Watkins. I am Zachariah. This is Sacktown Sports 1140. Sultry sounds from you. Oh. Nate, I appreciate Slowing it. I like it. it I'm chill, dude. Yeah. 
I'm so chill. <laughs> I'm so chill. You guys wish you were this chill. Coming up at 1245, I plead the fifth. Fun in the 40s. That's what we do. Every hour, the last segment of the show, or the of the hour, we have fun in the 40s. So we'll go around the wacky world of sports. Is it okay to beat the brakes off of a child? <laughs> no. In, well, no, no, no. Hang on. Let me finish. Let me get to the hey, end man, of my Hey, man, you need sentence. to watch where you pause. In video games or in sports in general. Uh, we'll do that. <laughs> You're right. I, that, but if you let me got to the I mean, you kind of, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're whitey right now. You know what I mean? Uh, also. I'm definitely uh, not. This Wizards, uh, this Wizards fashion show thing. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. So, like, when you told me, you were like, yeah, it's not really audio. And then I, yeah. I, I watched it. I, we got we got time for it. I've got a lot of thoughts. Okay, cool. I, yeah, I'll be able to fill the entire segment cool. on my thoughts on good. That. But right now, talk about this filling guy, segments with thoughts. Stephen Ruiz, we gotta we gotta track this guy down. <laughs> do we know where he resides? I mean, I'm not asking for his address, Look, but like, do we have his general area? Like, is he in L.A.? Or I would think a, a loony so? bin somewhere. <laughs> but a like, loony bin near you. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, do we know where he no. does I, his work? No. Okay. No. Well, not should, San Francisco, probably. Definitely not the Bay Area. Well, I'm going to make it my, I'm going to, look, I don't have a ton of connections, but I've got a bit of a Rolodex. I'm going to try to see if I can get this guy, assuming you and I are on air next week. Yeah. I'm going to see if we can get this guy on air. Because, Good luck. Because, especially next week after, he'll only come on if the Cowboys win. There is no way you think he's he gonna hide. come He'll anywhere hide? near Northern California. If Purdy wins? If Purdy wins, or, yeah, okay, pretty much. So you and I, okay, I, you don't strike me as a person that goes after the low-hanging fruit. And I, I would I, try not to. I try to pride myself in not uh-huh. being a person like that. We haven't done a lot of Taylor Swift. Yes. I, when the numbers came in and they were that jarring yes. then yes i brought it up because i feel like you that's kind it's of a story your, it's it's your duty but in general we don't have to do that but we spent a, a large portion of our show yesterday talking about how far down in the rankings yes. this guy put him at yes which was behind and i need to remind the audience that's listening and all you niners fans out there or even if you're just a football fan mm-hmm. had him behind a guy that's retired yes and Tom significantly Brady. behind. And a guy that has a tour ACL yeah. and is not playing for the Arizona Cardinals yeah. and Kyler Murray. I was honestly more upset about Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill. But <laughs> you, you were more upset about the active yeah. guys. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Wait, he put him behind Brady? Yes. yes. How is that even? He had Tom Brady exactly. at 11. Had, okay, <laughs> I mean, that should just explain the Everything, listing, yes. right? I, I, okay, so that's what that's, so that's what, what Whitey That's what Whitey, Draper, and Chris all said, that this is just all clickbait. I find it hard to believe that you would put your name behind something that you didn't actually believe. Now, um, I... There's some reporters, definitely, especially yeah. around the Niners that do that. But you'll learn this about me. I will never do anything that I don't believe on air for entertainment, ever. Everything that I say or do, I fully believe. Anyways, yeah. it could be the case. I think what he's saying with Brady and Murray is that if those guys were, were playing healthy, or sure. if you know Brady came out of retirement, sure. or yeah, then they would be better. But anyways, this guy apparently... Got a lot of flack. I don't know if he was listening to Sacktown Sports and heard you and I <laughs> ripping into his rankings. But here he is, Mr. Double Down. Not once, but twice. Yep. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I watched the film, and, like, he's not doing anything. Like, he's like he's running the offense well. And I get the, the argument that, he, oh, yeah, he's a good quarterback for this system, and he's the right quarterback for this system. And then I get yelled at when I rank him 25th. 
here's my thing. I'm, I'm ranking these quarterbacks not based on their suitability for the Kyle Shanahan system. I'm ranking them based on what they would do in like a normal offense, like a league average offense. And if we put Brock Purdy in the league average offense, this game isn't going to lead to top of the league results. I don't understand that thought process because by that thought process, like it doesn't matter what Brock Purdy does in these games because this guy will just always believe like, I, I, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's basing it off of his opinion of Brock Purdy because he's in this system. Well then if that's, if you're always going to have this caveat, then Brock Purdy's always going to have a limit on how high he can raise up in his rankings, but not to continue to pat you and I on the back. Right. But, <laughs> continue, uh, please. but, but I, I think that you and I are the most rational when it comes to this. We're not talking about him like he's the best quarterback right. in the league, but we're certainly not saying that he's that he's 25. And the way that his pie is broken down is timing, accuracy, arm talent, creativity, decision-making, and pocket presence. But I think the best way to execute this exercise mm -hmm. is that you are assuming that the offensive line is the same, yep. your wide receivers are the same, your coach is the same, your running back's the same, yeah. your defense is the same. Which actual quarterback would you rather have in there? And right. I don't care how you slice it and dice it, if you're super pro Prody or yeah. or anti. Yeah. Um he's not twenty five. No. And I'm, yeah. I, I just I don't I don't understand it, especially if you're basing it off of what we've seen. Like, again, if this is just, oh, it doesn't really matter if Joe Burrow has a bad performance, I still think he's a top ten quarterback. That's yeah. that's one thing. But like he's like he has Joe Burrow to that point. Outside of the top 10, which tells me that you're taking performance, recent performance, into account. I don't understand how after Brock Purdy has a career a career uh, game in terms of throwing uh, th over 300 yards in that Giants game and then uh, only has one incompletion the following week, how is he the, whatever that would be, the eighth worst starting uh, quarterback in the NFL then, yeah. by and his again, ranking? I think I'm coming around on your end. I don't know if it's just by osmosis or whatever like that, that I'm like, you know, sitting across from you. But, yeah, I'm now getting more offended by the guys that are actually playing. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Richardson, Jordan Love, who I think is going to break the streak of Green right. Bay dominance, C.J. Stroud, Mac Jones, Mac jo Derek Carr, yeah. Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, seriously? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get it. Well, <laughs> I don't get it. Here he is, where he basically said he is going to end his career if, like you said, he might he might duck and dodge. I'm going to no try way. to get him. There's I'm going to no make way. it my goal to There's get him no way. booked for next week. But here he is there. saying that should he hoist at the end of the year, here's what he'll do. The game is can the 49ers win the Super Bowl like this? They and can't. you think they can't? No, it, it just goes against. If they do, I'm I'm I'm, done. I'm not covering the sport again. Oh, if they word? win it with Brock Purdy, <laughs> Sam Darnold, sure, I can get on board with Sam Darnold. What? Not Brock Purdy. What? Brock Purdy had one incompletion last week. Thank you. He actually had two, one. but the other one was negated by a bad, uh, by it wasn't a bad call, but it was a call that had no effect on the play. Bruh, we're talking about it didn't count, <laughs> but he did incomplete another pass. 
the hateration is crazy. Now, can we hold his feet to the fire? That's crazy. I say if, if Purdy wins it all, can we make sure that this guy never does anything in the sports I, broadcasting I don't even profession? think we have to because I'm pretty sure 49ers fans will do that anyway. I'm pretty sure his mentors Dude, are going to I said going he's going to quit fire. if he wins it. Have you ever Why heard would somebody you say threatening that? to quit? Why would you say that? I know. I mean, because crazy people have uh, – way crazier That's people wild. have won it all. That's wild. I just yeah, – the double – being double. like, no, actually it was two but not really. Really, like, Hater. why do you have to do that, bro? That's and crazy. also, you're if even you, talking about two yeah. is enough crazy. on its own. Yeah, it's yeah. a different. <laughs> if yeah, you went two. 19 for 21, that's yeah. 90. percent Yeah, but it's like that's a bad he, game, dude. Yeah, like, dude, bad sorry. game. Even Fields, who won handedly yeah. last night, if you were to talk about his 20 incompletions, yeah, sure, you're talking about two. Right, well, actually, it's two. Right, it's like okay, you're you know you're splitting that's hairs. That's just why it's just hating, hating to hate. For the, for the sake of hating. Pretty much. Let's go to the phone lines. 916-339-1140. Cam in Roseville. What's up, Cam? Well, let me stay calm. because that, that, Oh, God. Okay, I can't be bad radio here. <laughs> so arguing with that dude is like trying to argue. Remember back in the day when the flat earth was really the topic and people just buried their foot in the sand in it? Yes. It's the same type of thing. I mean, so is he saying if Zach Wilson was to come over to the 49ers, he'd look like Brock Purdy? You know, it, it, it makes no, it's clickbait. It has to be clickbait. It's infuriating and frustrating. And it makes no sense. 13 regular season games in a row. All he's done is what he's asked. He's the most coachable, coachable quarterback probably in the NFL. Four years in college, listens to his coach, does what he's supposed to. Sounds like a quarterback to me. I don't, I don't understand. What are we doing? Cam, I think you said it better than even me and Chris yep, could say. One hundred percent. I'm glad he called. He that's probably what he was saying. He yeah. was at home. He was like, I I got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, let me sum this up for you. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's just it, to me, it's just mind boggling yeah. to where you can see because what he's doing is only elevating yeah. his surroundings, right? His environment. Yep. It's not you know again if he was playing worse or they were winning despite of him instead of because of him, then sure. But in the very bare minimum, Mm -hmm. which is where we talked about, right? The 12, 13, 14 range or whatever. Right. In the very bare minimum, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's doing exactly. And he's not, he's not being bad. Like the the part no one's factoring in is he could be actively bad. Exactly. Like he can be throwing the ball, even if he's not like spectacular and he's not making, he's not making beautiful 40-yard throws, not he's not throwing you. it to the other exactly. team. He's not fumbling the ball every time he gets touched. Yeah. Like He's he's doing things In the that very are, least. He's uh, In the very least, that's the argument that you can make well, about It's him. been yeah. 13 games in this guy's yeah, it's career. It's not a small sample it's not, size. It's not yeah. even, well, it's not even like this guy is in his fifth year. Like mm-hmm. He is still developing. This is, oh, this is the like the point. base layer yeah. of what Brock Purdy has sure. to offer. Uh-huh. And it's, that's, I don't know. Yeah. That, I feel like that's also been lost in, in just all of this. Is he still a young, guy. young guy? Nate, you said you had Steve 49ers Maurice. news. Oh, yeah, the sorry. Niners made a trade. What? They had a trade with the Denver Broncos. What? They got Randy Gregory, outside linebacker, defensive Ooh. end. How did, so, and who used what? to play for Dallas from 2015 to 2021. You know what they so got him for? they're going to get insight. You know uh, what they got him for? A fifth round pick or something. They got him for a sixth, so they get Randy Gregory and a seventh round pick from Denver huh. for a sixth round for a six. Yeah, huh. 
How does the rich get richer, man? Yeah, um, I saw what? a tweet from uh, Field Yates that said it's about time the Niners get a yeah, uh, edge rusher. They need some pass rushing. Yeah. You know, that's really been a, a you know Nick Bosa only has one sack this year. Yeah, that's so probably that's, why. That's, that's probably why this is a reaction to that. Yeah, yeah, it's Think devastating. It yeah. So what? He's probably going to play in that Drake Drake Jackson spot. Uh, moving forward, man, I think it's. It just, I think the whole line is just you're been just a rotational. Switching people in and out. It's, it's a, a hockey line. That's how. That's how the Eagles won in uh, sixteen with Foles. Yeah, sixteen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or seventeen. Uh, Nick Foles. That was the. Uh, you should know that was the Minnesota catch hey, here, right? Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, yeah. So that that whole D line was what nine guys they just yep. rotate through so i think this is kind of a similar similar situation zachariah looks furious yeah why you should be he happy looks so just no i'm thrilled i'm thrilled just the spoils What's wrong? bang bang niner gang nothing i just i i might know a dolphin fan that really wanted that guy and wanted <laughs> him two days ago when he oh, got man. released for nothing almost yeah, for too. nothing and I mean, they're getting that seventh like uh, they're they gonna get, get another they Brock for Purdy. They got nothing. Like they, they, <laughs> and this is why, Chris, <laughs> wild. I will never I worry about the Niners. Yeah, I'm just not worried about them. The yeah. rich get richer. Yeah. Well, and this is also. I, I don't know how much Randy Gregory's making, but I'm pretty sure that it's really beneficial that the Niners have a good amount of salary cap too. Oh, Denver's got to pay the majority of yeah. salary. I would imagine it's, it's going to so, be nothing. Yeah. 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 We got to go. All right. Well, we're supposed what to have trade. fun. Next segment, fun in the 40s. What a trade. Lead the fifth. Rich get richer. We do it once an hour. We have fun in the 40s. Uh, congratulations, Bang Bang Niner Gang. All that good stuff. Yeah, Debo, he's got the chain back there behind the glass, young Nathan. <laughs> Anyways, well, I mean, Cardell Jones, much like the Niners. Yep. Beating up on kids in sports video there games. There you go. See, I, I, I tied it in. I didn't I didn't give you the gap to jump yes, in thank there. thank you. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that next. Chris Walk and Zachariah right here at Sacktown Sports 1140. Live and local. Live and local. This is Town Sports. Welcome back, Sacramento. Alongside Chris Watkins, I am Zachariah. This is Town Sports 1140. Some news came down. Adam Schefter. Go ahead and just break in the news as he does. This one's confirmed. Although you don't even know who's confirmed anymore. Because anybody, you, you can just pay for a blue check. I used to have oh a blue God. check. It I got, got removed. yesterday. It was really bad. Did you? Yeah. Oh, don't tell me it was. Uh, can you even say this on air? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but. No, no. You no, can't no, say no, that? No, no. no. Oh, you, I'm pretty sure you can say that. But cracks. No. Um, no, it was that's not fooled that. a lot of people. I got a fake woes yesterday. Oh, it was pretty bad. No. How many are there? I didn't even read. Uh, there, I mean, there's millions of them. Who knows? But millions yeah. of fake woges? Yes, absolutely. So what'd you get fooled on? What did you think? Uh, it was a Jaron Jackson injury that yeah, when we were at practice yesterday, waiting to go into practice, I like, I saw, I was just scrolling my Twitter feed yeah. and I saw Jaron Jackson out for four months, and I was like, oh my gosh! And I showed it to Brendan actually, Brendan Nunez. Uh-huh. Uh, he was sitting right next to me, and then he read it, and then I kind of like was reading it with him because I didn't read the full yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, let's just say, it was, <laughs> it was not true. Yeah, that's it, all right. Good for you for no, me. It, it, the report was like essentially, you know, yeah. blue pilled, and yeah, yeah, it was, gotcha. I got got gotcha. I got all got. right. Well, top of the hour, Niners. You only get richer. Okay. Uh, that gold, 
You know, the red and gold. The Niners gold is filled for a big, money. big hole that the big, big need for the Niners they just filled. You for know? sure. Yeah, now, the question is, you know? is he playing on Sunday? Probably not. Probably, Probably not. too quick of a turnaround. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I was just saying. We, you know, we did the segment on Lance. How, how helpful is Randy Gregory going to be for the Niners? You <laughs> Zero. Know, yeah? No, you don't think? <laughs> no, but, but actually, he for the he's the key. He's, he's the, the only key. reason they, they were going to lose if they didn't do this. Right. That's yeah. why they did it. Yeah, I mean, they got him and Tony Romo <laughs> in the room, and they're going to figure it out. But, Nate, it is time for you to show off your creative skills. Let's get the intro to the fifth fun in the 40s. Now, on Zachariah and Watkins, I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Five. One, two, three, four, fifth. Anything you say, fifth. Now, do you think that he put any alterations on his voice when he did that voiceover? No, or do you think he just talked no, like this? That's Nate. That was just Nate? Yeah, Nate's... Nate's it's got a future in voice acting. So I Look, know that's all him. And he won the poll. By the way, go vote on the poll. Man. Uh, check out YouTube. Different poll. We are live streaming. Yeah, yeah. This is a different poll. Uh, which are you watching live on Sunday? Niners, Cowboys, or King's first preseason game? I scoffed at it. I'll admit that I scoffed. Yeah. And you were correct. You told me do not sleep they're crazy, on man. the King's corner. They are or crazy. whatever the we're kingdom. calling them. Yes, the kingdom. Because uh, it's 50... Or 47, oh, it keeps changing. 47, 53, between that and 54, 46, or whatever it is. We're getting a lot of voters. A lot of registered voters. That's great. That's good for this country. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, I kind of don't believe him. I mean, unless you only like basketball. Like, if you like football at all, even if you're not a Niners fan, you're watching the game of the week over a preseason game. You like have to really be into hoop. I'm telling you, and you're talking to a hooper. I'm just letting you know what's going to be on the main TV. It it might, it might, you know, they might have the the Niner game on their phone or on their laptop or something. But on that main TV, I know it's only on Kings.com, but uh, (laughs) they'll they'll have it on the main. Wait, which one is it for you, Chris? It's the Kings. I'm watching the Kings. Kings Okay, yeah, 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 I'm definitely watching the Kings game. I know we gotta we gotta talk about the Niners on Monday. I mean, it's different when you're. I've been in your situation before. The team's not doing great. It's kind of you know. It's you kind of get out on football when when you're. Are you calling Chris a fair weather reporter? No, I'm not saying that a report. No, I didn't say. It's just you kind of start to lose You're, interest in the NFL season. The way that season. you phrased that was that like he would. He's no, he's gonna, taking shots at the Vikings sucking, and he's saying oh, I'm, I'm trying to take shots. Oh, I'm trying to put it lightly. No, I didn't even yeah. see that. Yeah, no. I thought you were saying that he no, was no, going to no, be no. watching the no. Kings because the Kings are good. No, no I'm Whereas saying if they had saying, down, he sympathizes years. with me because uh, when your team okay. sucks, the last thing you want to do is watch more of that. Yeah, gotcha. I've watched two and fourteen Niners, and that's like. It's just not, not fun. fun, and it's like, all right, bat, let's go, King. Oh, and the Kings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah okay. very rare are the Kings my crutch, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can finally use them as a let's crutch. Let's go. I mean, I've had support. I've had seasons with the A's where I've literally watched yeah a hundred and sixty or hundred and sixty one yeah. games. That's nuts. I watched maybe four innings last year. And that was because it was my friend's child's Four birthday. Too many. And, you know, he could run on the field after the game on did Sunday. Did you go to the reverse the blackout? Did not. Boycott. I, reverse boycott? I, I would have gone, but I was in Michigan for Father's okay. Day. That was around Father's Day. Okay. Whenever it was. But, yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. They're taking out billboards, telling, we are blowing calling out the mom. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear we're going to get to something. Okay. Hey, are you allowed? Let me just ask you this in general, because I think I've said this already on air. I don't know if it was with you, because all the days are blending together, Chris. Mm-hmm. But my father beat the brakes off of me as much as he could when it came to playing basketball. 
which helped me play against kids that were my age sure. because they all of a sudden weren't my father's height and weight. Right. So it made me a better player. Absolutely. So I'm all for not allowing kids to win. Okay. In this scenario, though, and you can paint the picture. Uh-huh. This is your baby here, yep. so I'm going to let you set it up. Yep. It, are you okay with this behavior? I love this behavior. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is a story that actually initially came up, I don't even know how long ago, maybe – We'll say eight, eight or so years ago when Cardell Jones. I was going to go like six or seven yeah, since I've like heard. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cardell Jones, uh, if everyone will remember, was an Ohio State quarterback and and you know played his senior only his senior season, had a great senior season, and mm-hmm. ended up getting drafted into the league. Didn't didn't really last uh, very long, but uh, was still a really big figure. That's not really part of the point. The bigger point okay. is uh, he did, as you know, a lot of college or, or really any athletes will do, they yeah. visit children's hospitals. Yep, you know, yep. obviously it's just a really good thing to do. Go <laughs> yeah. spend some time with of the kids. Of course, of course. And Cardale on this day, mm-hmm. uh, again, this is like six to eight years ago, yep. uh, was one of the kids that he visited was like, hey, like I – I'm, I, I would love to play you in some NCAA. Like, wouldn't yeah. it be cool? You know, you're uh-huh. in the game. I love Ohio mm-hmm. State. So they play each other. Uh-huh. And as you've been alluding to, Cardell Jones gave him work. He said, if you want to play, we're going to play. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Cardell Jones beat him 38. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 98. Yeah. To 35. Yeah. And here's Cardell describe. I believe is this Pablo Torre or is it? Car- it's Cardell. It's Jones. both. It's both. It's both. It's both. It leads into uh, it. Cardell Jones oh, yeah. on the Pablo Torre podcast talking about that day. Of course, um, was famous for a couple of tweets. This one was my favorite. One of my favorites of all time. An article: Cardell Jones visits kid in hospital to play video games, beats him ninety-one to thirty-five in NCAA football. And what Cardell Jones tweets. Man, I wish everyone stopped saying I beat a kid in the hospital 91 to 35. It was 98 to 35. <laughs> Had 91 with 126 left in the fourth. This kid is is real. What's his name? Jared Foley. He was a teen at the time, legitimately very sick. He was in the hospital. He was born with hypoplastic left heart syndrome, which means, Jeez. translating this, uh, that he's had more than a half dozen open heart surgeries. Why did Cardell Jones allegedly... <laughs> blow this kid out in NCAA football. And the story, it turns out, thanks to a Zoom interview we did with Cardale Jones himself, is is kind of amazing. Jared Foley is a kid that I had the honor to meet when I was in college. Up until that point, he was having his third or fourth or maybe even fifth um, surgery. But you would have never known that far as the smile that he kept on his face. I saw his game system in there. I think it was an Xbox at the time. And I asked Jared what games he got was his favorite game. And he said NCAA. And I kind of made the joke, man, I kicked your butt in that. His family was like, oh, are you sure about that? Because he's pretty good. And I'm just listening. I'm look like, hey, listen, guys, I'm pretty good at this game. It, it was so funny because the first quarter was kind of close. And we going back and forth. And he's coming out his shell a little bit, talking a little chum. And then I put myself in as quarterback. So, you know, he had a few big sacks on me and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'll do that to you in real life. And like, we're going at it. So, and I just let him have it. The Cardell Jones stat line for myself, putting myself into that game of uh, college football, was had to be one of the best stat lines in all of gaming history. Every touchdown I accounted for, passing or rushing. 
right? And I had at least over 600 yards passing with over about 100, 200 yards rushing. So it was uh, it was a game for the ages. I did 100, guys, I did 100 points in a five-minute quarters. Come on. <laughs> By the time that tweet came out, it was all fun and games because I remember him challenging me into uh, playing NHL and we going back and forth on Twitter. I'm like, Jared, bro, I'm black. I don't play hockey. I definitely don't play <laughs> hockey video games. And me and Jared, the family has hung out on many different separate occasions. I had had Jared over at the house when I had my big 4th of July cookout and fireworks and football games. Mine had him and the family up to uh, games where we was playing the Steelers because the family is a big Steelers family. You know, he got my number. He know where I live at. I know where he live at. Oh, so if he want to dust off that old Xbox, you know, we can find a way to grab a, a old PlayStation and find an NCAA 2014, then he know I'll be ready for it. Oh, man. man, that is that is incredible. the epitome of fun in the 40s. That is, that is so fifth good. in a nutshell right there. Oh, now, I'm incredible. all for it. My, my favorite part is when I first heard, man, I wish everyone would stop saying I beat a kid in the hospital 91 to 35. <laughs> stop spreading lies. Well, it's know? like yeah. it's like a dot, dot, dot there, right? And you yeah. think, you know, he's going to say something. That, right. No, it didn't no, no. happen. Follows up with, it was 98 to 35. I had 91 with a buck 26 to go in the fourth. Good stuff. Incredible. Taught the kid a lesson. Yeah. You know, do he not did. write checks that your body mouth can't, can't cash. catch or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Mouth writing checks that your body can't catch. I'm all for it. I'll tell you this. It made that kid a better video game It's a player. great story for sure. I promise sure. you. <laughs> he just totally owns it. And I love the hockey black line. Uh, I'm not supposed to talk race, uh, politics, or anything like that. But that, that was just everything up and down. You got to love it. All right. Coming up next, the rich get richer. Chris, and his name is Randy. He's got two first names, Randy Gregory, and he is now a member of the San Francisco 49ers. I can't believe it. What say you? Uh, Zachariah, Chris Watkins, right here, Sacktown Sports, 1140.